And welcome to episode number 23 of the Illini Basketball Podcast on April 16th. I think it's Thursday. The days are going by. This feels like the third Tuesday of the week. I thought it was Friday, then I thought it was <laughs> Tuesday again. And I don't actually know what date it is. I think it's Thursday, though. So, um, yeah. Just another day. Yeah, it is. And, uh, you know, this all sucks, let's be honest. Uh, but there has been some significant Illini news over the last couple of days. A lot of speculation, which is what comes with uh, – a program that loses recruits all the time. So you never really know what's going to happen, but um, we are doing a little bit of a mailbag uh, little situation. I know we don't have a huge following on social media just yet. We still haven't even eclipsed 10 Twitter followers yet, which is that uh, we've been sitting on nine for about a month. <laughs> and um, three of those are probably your alt accounts, right? So that's too far. <laughs> uh, we got about six questions here. A couple of them, a couple of people asked multiple questions. We got some news to discuss and then we'll also give our, thoughts on what's going on with adam miller and all that stuff and a lot of speculation and uh whether we really want to speculate but um yeah let's just uh do this question number one i'll read it off um and then you can answer the first this is a two-part question i don't know who gave this one to uh, us. adam osmus these first three questions are from adam osmus i believe so yeah okay. um if both Io and Kofi leave for the association, which is a fancy word for the NBA, where are the Illini ranked nationally? And then in parentheses, obviously not in the top 25, but approximately where would they be 50, 75, etc. question mark. Go ahead. Um, yeah, I, I personally, which this isn't what the question asked, but I think Io's gone. I think Kofi's coming back. But um, that's not the question. Like I said, if they both leave, I think Illinois would be somewhere in like the 50-60 area. Um, I think they'd finish like sixth or seventh in the Big Ten. And um, I, I think that right now, Kofi is a, would be a bigger loss for this team than Io. Um, just because everybody thought Io was coming back one year. Everybody thought that Kofi needed another year. Um, but I, I really don't, I don't know. I, with this whole, you know, we'll talk about later, but the G league stuff, things like that. I don't know if Kofi wants to even be in college. So, um, but yeah, I'll put them, I'll put them in between. I'll just say 55. Let's throw out 55. Um, uh, yeah, I, uh, I agree. I think the G league thing changes a lot of things, but, um, personally, I would say, honestly, I think if they both leave, I think you're looking at like 48. I would say because I think that Underwood can actually run an offense a little bit better with a smaller group and an offense that's not anchored by someone who's seven feet tall. Yeah. Because I think that the way that he runs his offense, and we saw it last year so many times how awful their offense was with yeah. Kofi. My, my worry is his defense because he's they, they completely changed their defense. Um, and, you know, he got a lot of credit for changing the defense, but a lot of that change was because – you had Kofi inside to be a rim protector. Um, without that, will he go back to the old defense that was given up, you know, however many points? And I, it, it's a tough question. Um, but, I, you know, I think there's a lot, a lot of Big Ten guys are testing the waters, a lot of big, big Ten guys, <laughs> um, a lot of big men um, like Garza is testing. Uh, so I don't know how Kofi – would rank among all those guys, you know. But yeah. if they all leave, Kofi would dominate next year. Oturu's gone from Minnesota, but they did pick up that Robbins from Drake. Yeah, um, yeah I think that in the Big Ten, I think I'd look at them like five, six, or seven. 
if yeah. they both leave. Because I think that um, their defense with their guards will still be good because DeMonte and Frazier, all those guys coming back. But, yeah, they'd have some problems inside defensively. But they would be lucky if Garza leaves Iowa. That would help them a little bit. But um, the second right. part of the question is, conversely, if both of them end up returning next year, where do Illini rank nationally? And this is a tough one because we don't know if Miller is going to come if they both come back. Right. Um, Miller, they, they say, you know, before all this stuff happened, Miller was kind of iffy if Io came back. Miller hasn't shown signs that he's iffy lately, except that, of course, he didn't sign his letter of intent yet. Um, but if Miller comes and we have Io and Kofi and Curbelo, um, and then all the other guys that are, you know, Frazier, DeMonte, we have all those guys. Um, I think this team, this team could be a top 10 team. Um, this year they finished 21. Uh, they have Grandison, they have Hutcherson that are transfers that are going to be able to play next year. Um, I really think that not only will this team get to the tournament if these two come back and we get Miller, um, I think that they're a Final Four team and and maybe even a shot at the national championship. So, uh, old prediction. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I think that like preseason, if all that happened and they had this roster, which very small chance that it happens. Um, right. But this is the hypothetical game that we have to play in the offseason. So I would say like 12 where they'd rank preseason just because they would be loaded compared to the rest of the Big Ten. Because the rest of the Big Ten, I mean, Nebraska is not very good. Let's be honest. They got Kobe King from Wisconsin. I don't know. Wisconsin and Iowa are both going to be very good, I think. Uh, Purdue, I'm not sure about. Minnesota, not sure about. Uh, Michigan State's not going to be as good, I don't think. Uh, Michigan is losing like everybody. They had that Isaiah Todd coming in. He's gone, and we'll talk about that later. Um, mm-hmm. Michigan will still be good, I think. Not as good, but at the Big Ten, it's going to be a lot more top-heavy, I think, this season because of all the players that are, you're losing. You're losing Tillman and Winston from Michigan State. You're losing right. Cowan and Smith from Maryland. You're losing Oturu at Minnesota. Harms is transferring out of Purdue. Illinois is likely going to lose at least one of Iowa or Kofi, so that weakens them a little bit, but they still have a decent class coming in. And Northwestern and Nebraska are clearly lost causes. Uh, Wisconsin <laughs> and Iowa have a lot of guys returning, so that's going to help them. But other than that, it gets tough. I don't. The Big Ten is going to be hard to predict, so that's why I don't think I could just say that Illinois would win the Big Ten if all this happened. Um, but I think they'd definitely be top two in the Big Ten probably. Yeah, yeah. I, I Yeah, I think they have a chance of, of winning it. Um, yeah, top two, definitely. So. All right, question two, and thank you for the first one. Uh, same person asking question two. Is Adam Miller going to sign his uh, letter of intent on Wednesday, which we know that is not the case? Yeah, we of course, it, it's it's Thursday, so we yeah. know that he didn't sign. Um, there were rumors on Tuesday that he wasn't going to sign. Um, he, it, it, they, he says that it's because of the coronavirus, and I get it. Like, I don't buy it. It's, Kids these days want to have the big show and the big, you know. Which we did see I'm that whenever he, whenever he committed. We yeah, yeah. So I maybe he just doesn't want to do it sitting at home. Maybe. Um, that could be and true. maybe he wants to see what happens with Io and, and everything else. So It's probably a little bit of both. Um, yeah. I There was a guy on Twitter yesterday, I believe, Max Kennedy at 35 underscore MJK, and there were people going in saying – that uh, 
he Miller's going to go to Michigan and he's not signing and all this stuff. Um, and this guy said that he talked to Miller and he is 100% signing with Illinois, uh, 100% committed. Somebody said, where's your source? And he said, I'm playing GTA five with him right now. So, um, I, that sounds like a pretty good source to me straight from the mouth of the man. So, um, um yeah, I don't know. I don't, I, I think I was looking, I think I have it down here farther. Um, and it'll be in another question that we'll talk about it. But the last day he can sign is August 1st. So he has plenty of time to sign. So one thing that helps this Max Kennedy guy who says that he was playing GTA with him, <laughs> Adam Miller does follow him on Twitter. So there's got to be something there, I guess. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think uh, it's probably a little bit of both, like you said. Uh, he probably is waiting to see what Io does. And then another part is that he probably wants yeah. to have a big production of sorts. Yeah. And and there's a, and we've talked about this in you know uh, other podcasts uh, that there's he has never said that he's not playing if IO stays so there there's no basis to to drive that um, I know a lot that? of people are saying that would huh? he say that would he say that if he thought that though I don't know I don't I'm know. just saying there's a lot of people out there that like to drive paranoia yeah not only in basketball so <laughs> and you know i think it's fair for Illini fans to be a little bit nervous about this um with what we've seen in the past uh, i could definitely see a scenario where miller goes to a rival because why wouldn't we see that yeah happens yeah. all the time who knows hopefully he signs soon sooner yeah. rather than later <laughs> we'll see uh Illinois fans are going to be in the edge of their seats until then. Um, question number three, in what place will Trent Frazier finish his career in all-time three-pointers made in Illinois history? Yeah, this is another one from Adam. Uh, currently, Trent since sits in ninth place with 192. Uh, Corey Bradford is all-time leader with 327, so probably not going to catch him. No. Um, he's had uh, 61, 80, and 51 over the last three seasons. The 51, really, I knew he was off this year, but dropped 30, 33s, basically. Um, I think that he's going to be in the 70s next year, uh, upper 70s maybe. Puts him around like 270, uh, which would be fourth behind DJ Richardson. Uh, fourth right now is Richard Keene. Uh, with 239. So I, I don't think he's going to have a problem passing him. Um, if somehow he makes 90, he could beat Richardson. But right now I'm going to say he finishes fourth place. Uh, Osmus also, uh, you know, said fourth place. So I, I agree with that. That seems like a, a good spot for him. Yeah, I'd say he'll be right around fourth. Um, hopefully we don't see sort of some sort of steady – like decline again because like his freshman year he had 61 so the team was horrible team yeah. was still bad sophomore year he had 80 team 80. gets better and he's asked for less he hits 51 now next year and he shot i think he shot like eight percent less from three this year yeah, it was or bad. something like that so that that factors in if he gets his shot back and you know if he's maybe he'll get more open shots um with you know miller on the floor um, if Kofi's still there, um, might be able to run him off some screens and get him some good shots. I would say he's going to hit 70 flat. Uh, so that would, put flat. Him, that would put him at uh, 
I don't know how to do math very quickly. Like 262. 262. Yeah. 262. So he, there's no way he's not, unless he gets injured. Yeah. Heaven forbid. Uh, I don't think there's any way he doesn't pass Keen. I mean, he only needs, what, 47 for that. Yeah. So he'll probably finish around there. All right. Last question uh, here from, or is this the, is this a new person asking the fourth one? Yeah. This is from Alex Metzger. Uh, he asked on Twitter. I think it's like, at coach underscore Metzger. Um, All right. Uh, current basketball roster last year or next year projection is fine. And what positions they could play for Illini football next year in order to win the Big Ten in football and basketball? <laughs> this is a confusing one for me. <laughs> okay. Um, so this, I, t- I assume this as like, let's take some guys from the basketball team, put them on the football field. I'm not a football guy. I don't know a whole lot about football. Um, but Illinois made a dual scholarship offer to Terry and Arnold, who is a four-star safety in football. I couldn't find a single rating for him in basketball. Everything I, I, every time I typed it in, it just went straight to football. Um, he's only six one. I assume he's a guard, obviously uh, at six one. But the, so they they basically want him to play both sports. Uh, I, it sounds like uh, there's a good chance he's going to go to Miami or something. But Anyways, it was interesting, I thought. Um, so I picked three guys, four guys, I guess, um, that maybe could help the football team. I don't know. I'm not – like <laughs> I said. Uh, DeMonte Williams as a safety. Um, he's uh, great defensively, has good hands, um, but I don't know if he could catch the ball as well, so maybe knock some balls down, do something like that. Uh, I got Trent Frazier at running back. I know he's small, but he's quick. Um, I did write down quickest guy since D Brown. I don't know if that's true. I just kind of threw that out there. And then uh, Io at wide receiver because he's tall and lanky and he has good hands. And then I threw out Zach Griffith because I know that Metzger was a manager for Illinois and his, you know, I think that he might've still been there when Griffith was there as a freshman. I don't, I might've made that up too. But put him at tight end, 6'6", 210, built for a tight end, catch some balls. Uh, I think he was a senior. I think he's a senior this year, so he'd have to get eligibility. But you know, <laughs> that's it's what not, I got. That's not that's, real. That's all. That's all I got. It, it's not real. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say put Kofi at tackle, but I think he's too slow for guys on the edge, so that wouldn't work. So I'm just gonna not answer the question because I don't know. Okay. Because I well, think what you answered is fine. Yeah, I think I think we're good. I think that's what he wanted from it. If it wasn't what you wanted, make a comment below and uh, tell us that we're idiots. That's fine. <laughs> All right, before before <clears throat> before we get to question five, I just saw Illinois posted a statement from Brad Underwood on Io Desumu declaring for the 2020 draft. He said, uh, "Quote: Io is part of the foundation of this program. We'll forever be grateful." to him for sharing in our vision as a high school recruit and the contributions he's made over the last two years to lead Illinois basketball back to national prominence. Io epitomizes our culture with his work ethic and the way he handles himself on and off the court. We will support him to the fullest extent as he goes through this process. There are many uncertainties in the game of basketball right now, but I do know this. Io DeSumo is a for, forever a proud fighting Illini. That's Brad Underwood on that. Um, yeah, I had that quote for this too. So I'm glad you got it. Good work. Yeah, I, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm a genius. Thank you, Brad Underwood. I mean, that's that's just what a coach says. So he's lying. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Um, 
this question number five is from at go cardinals go terrible shout out uh on twitter is this your alt account or what i would never take the time <laughs> to do that <clears throat> and all right let's go question all right ask is there question. is there any reason io hasn't declared for the nba draft well he did so correct he did yesterday um <clears throat> and the most weird uh announcement i've ever seen it was like he was texting the orange crush and Illini nation. Um, and it was just hard to understand and read. And I kind of wish he would have just, but he did get interviewed, right? Yeah. Uh, Rothstein. Rothstein interviewed him. And he did say that he wasn't going to hire an agent. So, uh, what, whatever that means. Well, I think he said that he wasn't going to, he hasn't hired agent yet. Yet. Still a chance. And also, he makes one second. He makes it sound like he's locked in because he said he, whatever the draft happens or whatever the combine, the preparation, he's one hundred percent locked in. And yeah. the other second, he makes it seem like, oh, maybe he will come back if it doesn't. I don't get it. I don't know what he's going to do. I don't. I don't think anybody knows what they're doing right now. I mean, it's just it's a weird situation. Um, I don't know if they're going to like run their own combines and gyms and send it off to scouts or I, I don't know how it's going to work. Um, so, but this is, I had the, the dates I had written down. April 15th was when Adam Miller could sign. So yesterday, didn't sign. April 26th was the last day Io could declare. He declared yesterday, the 15th. Maybe Adam Miller was holding off because he knew Io was going to do his thing. He didn't want to, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> June 3rd is the last day Io and Kofi can pull out of the draft. And then, of course, August 1st is the last day Adam Miller can sign. So um, we're going to be sitting around waiting. For a long time, it sounds like, and those dates could get pushed back if uh, right if the Especially draft if happens. The draft later. gets pushed back. So. I think it all depends uh, on whether the NBA comes back for the playoffs or not. Yeah, and I and just the other day, I I put that I'd be shocked if he came back. So I, that's I think that IO's gone regardless. I think Kofi still has a chance to come back. So. Yeah, this whole thing is making my head spin. I don't know what to think. I don't know if he's gonna. I don't know if Kofi's gonna come back. I don't know if I was gonna come back. I don't know if Miller's gonna sign. This is yeah. the worst. I'm just in limbo, in limbo. Yeah. So. so yeah, I don't have anything else to add to that. I think that um, like you said, Io's probably not gonna come back. My opinion changes on this every week though. So check back <laughs> next episode. I'll probably yeah. say he's gonna come back. He's coming back. All right. Last question from at Arbero. Robert Barrow, what is the chance Kofi comes back? Um, I'm going to give it – you want me to throw out a percentage? Uh, Percentage-wise, I think he cut 85% he comes back. Um, and, and the only reason – that 15%, the only reason is if he's just – he doesn't like going to University of Illinois. It's not an easy school. Um course load things like that if he'd rather just go make i don't know what g leaguers make five hundred thousand dollars something like that you know, go go you know hone your skills in the g league and then see what happens it, that's that's my 15 percent. or you know if he hates it so much that he wants to go overseas and play <laughs> he, he can do that too so i don't know how he stands with you know the schooling all that but um 85 percent. i think he's coming back I'll give you a percentage, uh, 70%. 70%? Yep, it would have been 80 that. a week ago. Now it's 70 because, like you said, what if he just wants to go to the G League? A lot of people are starting to do that now. Does he want right. to get paid? 
it's hard it's hard to just say oh let me just come back and have to go to classes and play basketball uh, <laughs> right. in college where I can't even do anything and then I can't like market myself or anything or make yeah. money or anything. And I know, and I know people have been saying, you know, Antigua, uh, you know, has been helping them. And I guess you get more time, you know, with coaches and, and learning than you do in the G league in college basketball. Uh, but you know, those, those G league coaches or whatever, they know a lot about basketball. They don't have that job for nothing. So. Yeah. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see. I think if, uh, Kofi leaves my predictions for the season significantly change. Yeah. So, yep. because we already don't expect Iowa to come back. And if Kofi goes, that's your two best players, plus losing your best senior by far, which is Feliz. And then Kipper. Uh, I, I going to say Kipper. Kipper, <laughs> Kipper gone just kills, man. So Bruce, good. He's and Samson Alajmede uh, or whatever. Uh-huh. Lose them too. Tyler Underwood. I mean, they're just they're stripping the talent. Losing <laughs> everybody. Um, we'll see, but, uh, let's get into the news, uh, 2021 five-star center. Don't want to say his name, Musa Sissy or whatever. Sissy. Yeah, I don't, he's narrowed it down to 10 teams and a line iron is top 10. Probably no chance he goes to Illinois, but, uh, he's number three. No, power forward. I don't, I, I don't know if people <clears throat> were trolling on the, on the Twitter or what, but somebody said that he had moved to Memphis. Um, <laughs> but then it was, it was, but Penny didn't help him or something. I don't know. All right. but, um, yeah, <laughs> Illinois, probably no shot, but hey, made it, made it the top 10. So that, that is something they're known for. Yeah. So, um, but good recruiting news, Illini Nation. Luke Good, four star shooting guard. We've talked about him before um, from Indiana. They say he's the best shooter in Indiana, maybe even the country. Uh, there are five future casts on rivals that have uh, him coming to Illinois. So maybe some good news. I don't know. Yeah. So if you look at the casting for the future of, um, of Luke good or however you say his name, he's 98th nationally. The, the five future casters, one analyst and four publishers who have him going to Illinois there's 13 fans who have him going to Illinois because there's 30 fans having him go to Purdue. But yeah, the, that's, <laughs> I don't know yeah, where those came David from. David Sisk, I think he's a publisher on Rivals, says Illinois it is with Michigan State being the wild card. Yeah. He said that about that. Um, yeah, it'll change, though. I mean, it's 2021 class. Uh, yeah. Illinois has been working on But he said – I, I think that he said he wants to make his commitment uh, next before next month or something. So Probably. Um. I don't know. It's got to be a good sign that five guys that do this for a living think that it'll come here. But yeah. of course, you know, the, they're not always right. He has eight um, offers, eight offers, yeah. Butler. And then that IUPU, I don't know what that is. Indiana, <laughs> Indiana University, Purdue University at Indianapolis, okay. obviously. Okay. Uh, Illinois, Iowa, Maryland, Northwestern, Stanford, Xavier. So there's a lot of Big Ten heavy, Illinois, Iowa, Maryland, Northwestern, all offering him. So I don't know who these people are saying that the 30 fans say he's going to Purdue. They're Purdue fans. Purdue, <laughs> Purdue fans. He's um, been recruited by them, but he doesn't have an offer because I think Matt Painter and Steve Lutz, it says, were re- recruiting him. Uh, but he doesn't sense. have an offer. So I don't know. And he's also visited Northwestern three times. Think about that. And then uh, today, uh, Illinois offered 
uh, 20 class of 2022, uh, six foot five shooting guard. Uh, what's his name? I put um, it down. I put it somewhere. I don't know where I put it. It's not even on here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here it is. Jaden shut. Um, I, he's, uh, apparently a really good shooter. So he's from Yorkville. Six, five. I have him at six, four. Nice try. It says he is what every college at every level is looking for in today's game. Jaden is an elite shooter and scorer from any range with great length, size, and highly athletic with finishing ability at, at, and above the rim. So, he is, he's not ranked nationally. Yeah, he's not ranked. He has four offers from Drake, Illinois, Southern Illinois, and Illinois, Chicago. So yeah. if he wants to go to a school that's the best school out of those four, it's Illinois for basketball. If he wants Mich- to go somewhere where he's going to play. Yeah, it does say Michigan State, Ohio State, Purdue, and Wisconsin uh, came to watch him play in high school. So Yeah, so I have five. He has five. T- just, a, just a sophomore, going to be a junior. So five schools. Down the road. Down the road. Wisconsin is listed as interested in him, but the uh, other four interests are the ones that offered him, which I said. So, gotcha. We'll see. Gotcha. All right. Uh, do you want to talk about Duncan yeah, uh, Powell real quick? Yeah, Duncan Powell, uh, four star on twenty four seven. He's a three star on Rivals. Power forward, class of twenty twenty. I don't know if that's right. I might have made that up. It's twenty twenty one. 2021 he could reclassify though maybe i don't know i, I saw 2020 somewhere um he doesn't have a scholarship from illinois so you might wonder why we're even talking about it he's got one from SLU, uh old miss tennessee uh, there's some other ones out there but those were kind of the bigger ones um said he would be interested in illinois and like their playing style his best friend as he said right hand man samari collier is our future quarterback so, Illinois doesn't have an offer out to him. Just thought I'd throw his name out there. He was tweeting about wanting to maybe come to Illinois um, because his boy is uh, going to be our quarter, quarterback. Yeah, so what I have on him is there's six offers, Arkansas, Ole Miss, St. Louis, SMU, TCU, and Tulsa. So, a lot of southern schools. Yeah. Uh, there's one publisher on Rivals who has him going to Arkansas which that was uh, that cat. They casted that in September. So anything could change, but right. Um, and that he's just said this two yeah. days ago. He's so. 85th nationally and 17th for power forward. He'd fit well. It's yeah. all about whether Illinois is interested in right now. Right. doesn't appear that they are. Right. So maybe they, would. I don't know. Just thought I'd throw it out there. Yeah. Um, by the way, he was, um, I guess he was committed to Arkansas. Is that right? I I don't know. Here's what okay. This is eight days ago on Rivals, the uh, Arkansas portion of that. Texas okay. four-star power forward Duncan Powell decommits from Arkansas, so maybe he's not going to go to Arkansas. Okay. He said he might. I guess it's just kind of one of those things. Let me like that he's, Patrick Tape dude who committed to Duke and then decommitted and then recommitted. So yeah. you never know. Yeah. Who knows? But I, you know, it'd be nice to have a. Six seven power guy that plays power forward. And last thing I want to add is the did you even did or did you uh say anything about what his play style is? Because I have that if we want to go over that. Yeah, go ahead. 
All right, this is an analyst's take on Powell. Corey Evans, Rivals National Hoops Analyst. Really solid forward that might be best used as a small ball foreman. Fairly tough and really good with the basketball. High I, or A good IQ for the game is a decent athlete. Not a great one, but is best served in a shot-making capacity. He can really shoot it from the perimeter off of the catch, but also a capable mid-range scorer off of the bounce. Yeah, and just sitting here and watching the video of him, he looks like a better version of Kipper. Just, uh, just from what I'm looking at, <laughs> just from what I'm seeing. So, uh, right. looks like he has pretty good handles for a six, seven guy. That'd be rare for Illinois these days, having someone that can handle the ball. True. True. All Anyways, right, throwback tournament, throwback tournament, the TBT. I don't know. I never watched it, but Illinois is going to have a team this year. Uh, house of pain, I think is what they're calling themselves. Uh, Mike LaTulip is going to be the coach. And the first commit to the team was Malcolm Hill. Mm. Uh, he's playing for BC Astana in Kazakhstan Championship League <laughs> right now. Uh, really hard to find numbers uh, on, on him. He's averaging somewhere between 16 and 20 points in that league. Um, it just, I, it'd be cool to see Malcolm Hill play again uh, competitively. I was a big fan of him. I always thought he was just a, a step slow. Um, but just a great scorer, great shooter. Um, of course, he's third all time in Illini history, uh, scoring wise. So I've been painted as a Malcolm Hill hater, I think, because yeah. comments that I made on this podcast. <laughs> I don't, I, I like I said, I, I didn't, there was a, there's a reason why he didn't do anything in the NBA. Uh, but I, I've, I always enjoyed watching him play. I have three suggestions for this team of okay. players that should be on the team. Maybe like more, but I'm thinking in my head while you're saying this. Number one, Brandon Paul. Where's he? Get him in there. <laughs> I don't think that they have uh, guys that have been to the league playing this, but maybe they do. I don't know. DJ Richardson. Yeah, I'd like to see DJ. Dimitri McKamey. He can probably still play, right? Yeah. Hell, get, I think so. I, if they can have people who played in the NBA, where's Darren Williams? He's got nothing to do. True. You know, He'd probably be too good, sitting though. Around. Just sitting around. Uh, Mike Tisdale. Get him in there. Don't yeah. care if he's played over the last 10 years. Yeah. So I tried looking up, like, where the where this thing was, and it looked like the championship's in Dayton, and then they have, like, a bunch of off-site regionals. Um, I don't know when it's supposed to be. I think it's over the summer, but will it happen? I, I guess they could play in empty gyms. Nobody would really care, right? So. Yeah, but wouldn't it be hard for a league like that to be able to play when we know that sports are only coming back if they have, like, tons of testing without affecting people that actually need testing? Like, it's it's a lot to yeah. think about. Um, 2020 regional locations announced Columbus, Jackson, Las Vegas, West Virginia, Florida, Syracuse, Washington, D.C., and Wichita. So let me just look at uh, the Syracuse team just um. to see – kind of who they have playing. So they have Tyler Lydon playing, and he played in the NBA, so I, they can. Okay, so they can have whoever they want, I guess. Yeah, there's a lot of When is this? There. So the the first one I clicked on, uh, July 23rd through July 26th. So they should be able to play by then. Yeah, we'll see. Um, They're selling tickets in, if you want to go. Yeah, uh, if they even let people go. But, yeah, this is the first year that I know that Illinois had a team in this. So, I, I just think it would be exciting to see 
old Illinois players play. Uh, maybe Tisdale will play. I mean, they can get some players, let me tell you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to look at real quick. I want to look at this uh, couple other teams just to kind of see what we're looking at. West Virginia, they have uh, some some nice players. I, it's only showing me a couple players. I don't know why. Uh, but there's like, what is fan share? What does that even mean? Fan share for Illinois is uh, a lot of money. Okay. Yeah, it's confusing. 50,000 fan share. I don't know what that means. They're ineligible is what it says right now. Because they don't have enough players or what? I don't know. I think anyways, yeah. We'll we'll let you know who else gets announced. Uh maybe something fun to watch. So Yeah. And you can follow at Illini TBT, I guess, is something on Twitter that you can follow, I guess, for updates or something. Yeah. Yep. So anywho. All right. Uh what else we got? We got the true freshman scores. Oh yeah. Uh, four of the top five true freshman scores in Illini history have been over the last three years. Uh, Frazier, 2008. Georgie and Io last year. Kofi this year. Um, they run two through five. Uh, I just – I think that's a, a great sign for recruiting. So, just kind of want to throw that out to people. Yep. BU is doing something. Yeah, let me circle back to the throwback thing real quick. I got one more thing on it. Okay. Because sure. this is interesting now. I didn't even I knew about it, but I didn't really uh they tweeted now, huh? they tweeted two days ago with Malcolm Hill on board, who would Illini Nation like to see next? Some yeah. replies, uh Leron Black, who we know waved a knife in a cop's face and then the whole big thing there. Brandon Paul, who I said, Nana Egwu. Nana Banana. I would like to see Agua. Sure. And Andres Feliz. Feliz, yeah. And then someone ah. else said, we need a starting lineup of McKamey, Paul, Hill, Revante, Revante Rice, and Agua. So, Sounds exciting. I'm excited. I say, I say they just put the 05 team back together and let it happen. <laughs> I think they'd win. Who out of those five couldn't play right now? D Brown is coaching at Illinois Chicago. Roger Powell is coaching at Gonzaga. Yeah. Darren Williams doesn't seem like he's really doing that he much. Just, yeah, he's pulling uh, Nowitzki out of the mud or something. Yeah, didn't James Augustine retire from overseas a couple years ago so he could play? Um, they can make it happen. What's Luther Head doing? I don't know what he's doing, but yeah, whatever. We'll see. Uh, should be interesting. We'll probably talk about that more over the summer, I guess, because really yeah. there's not much to talk about. We're probably just going to ask for questions every time. So, yeah, you can send us yeah, questions. Keep, so. keep those questions coming. All right. Uh, last thing. The NCAA might be in trouble with the G League stuff because you have five-star number two overall recruit in the country, Jalen Green, uh, is going to the G League instead of going to college. And he, I don't remember his final school's options that he had. Um, I think Arizona might have been one if I'm thinking uh, correctly on that. But he's going to the G League. And then Isaiah Todd, who was a five-star number 14 on Rivals, who was committed to Michigan, is going to the G League. So this could change a lot of what we see with recruiting. Now, I have an interesting tweet here from at GoZendons, 
aka Duke Silver, apparently. I don't know who that is, but I saw this tweet in my feed, so I figured I'd let it go. This is a very passionate reply from a true college basketball fan. Um, the tweet, original tweet says the nation's number three overall recruit has announced he will head to the G League instead of being a one-and-done, college one-and-done. This Duke Silver response is fantastic. Five-month faux student-athletes have made a mockery of college basketball. Now that there's a domestic pro option, it's time for NCAA to adopt the three-year ba- uh, bas- baseball rule. Don't have to attend. Ooh. That is good news for everyone who wants a legitimate college game. Your thoughts? I think that they need to start letting people make money. If they want. I mean, I don't think that you – like the so the NBA is the one that it goes along with the one-year thing, right? And the MLB does – if they go – I guess if they go to a university, then they have to stay three years. I don't know if that's MLB does that, or I don't think it's NCAA. But the, I think, like, with football, you know, they the NFL does that. I People are just going to go to the – if you – like, you can't just say, okay, kids, you got to stay three years, like – and then all these kids get hurt their third year or something, and you're just stealing. You're just stealing more money from them. Basketball is different. You're already um, stealing money from the kids. Like you're just gonna you, take more. You have to stay in football for three years, and that if, is because your body has to develop. Yeah. Into being able to play in the NFL, basketball is just different. I like the one the one year rule now, where you have to go for one year. Yeah, I don't think they should change that because if we just have people going straight out of high school, you're kind of just ruining college basketball. If they make it three, then kids are going to go play overseas for three years and get paid. Yeah. Like, that's the problem with trying to do three. Uh, I don't know. I think it's fine where it's at. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't, I was asking you questions about this G League. I have no idea. I didn't even know that you could – because it's basically going pro out of high school, which I thought was yeah. – I mean, and like if, I mean, the G League is, you can't get drafted in the NBA, but you can go play in the G League. I don't get it. I don't know. Um, I got nothing. If you guys know more than we do about the G League, let us know. It it is probably going to hurt college basketball a little bit, but I think a lot of people who are true college basketball fans, and I think when you look at like the top one hundred recruits, I think ninety percent of them probably go to college anyway. So. If there's 10 guys you're losing out of the top 100, as long as it's not the top 10, I think you can survive that. Because, like, if you're losing a couple four stars here and there, a couple five stars, that happens all the time because there's literally every single year there's a top 10 recruit who goes overseas every year. Now, if that multiplies and we start seeing multiple players in the top 10 start doing that, then you're going to hurt the game a little bit because you take away the excitement of fans having these big-time recruits come into their schools. Yeah. I don't know. It's so confusing. It is very confusing. And that's why the Instable is a complete joke. <laughs> it is so bad. Like everything that they do, every 90% of the decisions made by the Instable are literally the wrong decision. It's insane. I don't get it. I mean, they, they're lucky that college basketball is, has as big of a tradition as it does college football as well, because it is such a, it's, it's bad. Yeah. It's really bad. I don't get how they can sit there with a straight face as they just make stupid decision after stupid decision. So so the the NBA just started that this year? Like this is the first year that they're doing this or it's gotta be the first year where they're offering more money and that they can do this now. I don't know. I think it's I think I read a statement that said 
they want people to come join their development league or something. I don't know. I don't get it. So it's it's not the development league. It's a different league. I don't get it. I have no Correct. idea. Correct. Well, the G League is like the NBA minor leagues. Right. So hmm. is there like a different wing of it with players out of high school? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, get paid, whatever. It's hard, though, for the instantly. I will say that it is hard like with how different baseball, football, and basketball are to be able to like, you know, pinpoint a year as to how long they have to stay there. Because like I said, with football coming out of high school and getting drafted in the NFL, doesn't work. Yeah. Unless you're like 20 years old in high school and you're like six, seven and you're like an offensive lineman, then you might be able to, you know, make the jump. But majority of players, you got to go to college, which makes sense. The three-year rule of football is fine. I think that's good. Yeah, I Baseball, agree. I don't know. I don't know anything about college baseball. Baseball, it's if you go to a JUCO, you can still be drafted. If you go to a Division One school, then you have to stay two year, two or three. I don't remember. So what I do know about the other NCAA, which is – NCAA hockey I know that uh, I believe you can get drafted I think most players play in like development leagues like you can play in a junior league in Canada if you're from the U.S. you could do that if you get drafted you can after you get drafted you can go play college hockey I think if you can play one year there and then you can decide to sign or go back for a second year then you can do that for a third year and all that so everything's different it's hard to you know know because in hockey as well if you're coming out of high school and you're 18 years old and you're small you're probably not going to be able to play in the NHL right away. So then you could play college hockey or you could play in a Canadian developmental league. But every sport is just different. Uh, and right. basketball is a tough one. I just feel like this, like what what is going on here is just like why you might as well just let them sign an NBA team. Like it yeah. literally is the same thing, right? Do yeah. they have Do they have to go in? They still – so they would have to be drafted next year though, right? Like you're not in the league – you still would have to get drafted. Um, so I guess if you go and you're Jalen Green, you would be what? Just playing there. Well, it and says then you get drafted the year after. Well, it says the season could include ten to twelve games against G League teams that wouldn't count in the standings. The primary objective will be assimilation and growth into the NBA on several levels, from playing to teaching the life skills. I don't know. It just seems so pointless. Like, is the NBA trying to like mess with college basketball? Is that what this is? I mean, it sounds like it. Like, I thought that the whole stay a year was. I thought the whole year what NCAA's year rule was for that. But I'm guessing that they're just tired of the NCAA making money. I don't know. I think that. Uh... <laughs> I don't know either. It's crazy. But I don't know. Why wouldn't every top prospect do this? Yeah, I don't know. I, I think that it's might head that direction. And yeah, that is where like you it. have a problem because programs like Kentucky, who live off of one and dones, yeah. good luck. Yeah, well, they're probably still paying. So, Well, the good thing for them is that they have <laughs> five five stars locked in basically already. So yeah. they'll be fine for this season. Uh, and programs like Illinois – Maybe they'll benefit if they can develop. True. Like what they did with Georgie and develop a two or a three star, they could do that with everyone else. I don't know. It's going to be weird. I, I hope it doesn't kill college basketball. I don't think it will because there's too many people that like the way it is and don't really care who's playing. 
I don't think it's going to hurt the product that much because how many times no, I don't do we think see it will. the best team in the tournament be a team that has a bunch of one-and-done freshmen on it? We don't. You look at Duke last year with Zion, R.J. Barrett, and yeah. Cam Reddish. They made it to the Elite Eight and lost. So, and Virginia won. Virginia had a bunch of two- and three-year guys who went to the NBA the year after, like Kyle Guy. I think it, Kyle Guy and Ty Drum were both seniors, I think. But And then they had another guy, Mamade Diakite and Kihei Clark both returned. So, I don't know. It, it's probably going to hurt a little bit, uh, but not as much this year as I think it could in the future. they got to work something out. The NCAA has to figure this out. And I'm sure I can totally trust that the decision that they make won't be the wrong one. You know, I'm sure. That that... <laughs> yeah, they've made, made great decisions. So. Now, I will say them canceling March Madness was probably the right decision. Yeah. Looking back, no, I would was, say. Yeah, because I think it just would have been too hard to figure out with the fact that it's college – players that you're talking yeah, about here. i like yeah i'd rather and they were talking about 16 teams or whatever i'd rather them cancel it than do 16 yeah. teams yeah all right uh and a couple more things the best fans in college basketball fox uh poll is down to the elite eight and mm-hmm. illinois is taking on indiana after beating kentucky a glorious win even though i'd say big blue nation's a little bit bigger than a nation but illinois somehow won i don't know if they're rigging it but uh there's four big 10 teams out of the last eight left so I think it's Purdue, Indiana, Illinois, and someone that I forgot in the Elite Eight. So I'm going to pull it up. It is Texas Tech, Michigan, North Carolina, Purdue, Tennessee, BYU, Illinois, Indiana. Those are the final eight left in the uh, ultimate fan bracket college basketball edition. So Illinois will take on Indiana. It's a big, big 10 matchup, and uh, we'll see. Yep. I guess that that's all that I have. I do. Well, I guess I did write down. uh, Andre Curbelo went up to number 43 in the Bibles. Four spots up. He was 47th. Now he's 43. And then Adam Miller dropped from 28 to 30. I don't know how they determine rankings going up and down. Maybe Miller not signing yet or something. That probably didn't hurt him that much, but I don't know. I don't know how they do it. They have some weird methods. I don't know. All right. (laughs) <laughs> episode 24 will be sometime in the future probably one more before the end of the month i'd say yeah uh we'll probably do another mailbag ask us questions so if you enjoyed our tremendous answers on this episode ask even more and we'll answer even more next episode yes how about something like ranking the best players in school history something like that something fun like that i don't know we'll see all right episode <laughs> 24 coming next week make sure to follow rate subscribe like comment rate subscribe like i think i said those do twice it all. yeah yeah just do it all twice all the make, things make fake accounts for us all right um <laughs> apple spotify google all that stuff you know where to find us, us there at podcast illinois or at podcast illini on twitter and we'll be back sometime soon within the next 14 days probably for episode number 24 and we'll see you then later